being able to step up on stage, corporately lead songs that you didn't write, that grabs my soul and turns it upside down, like lead those kind of songs really helps keep me grounded. Hey community, in today's episode, I got the chance to sit down and talk with Rhett Walker about his latest song, Goodness of God. Had a great time talking to him about the song. It's such a powerful worship song and I love his take on it. So make sure you go listen to it wherever you stream music. We also talk about his story and how he got started in Christian music, as well as some things that he learned in 2020. So go check out the song, Goodness of God by Rhett Walker. You can download the master tracks on loopcommunity.com and enjoy the interview. Hey. What's up? How's it going? It's going good. It was like, I don't want you to be on this Insta Live, Rhett. It wouldn't even like let me request a join for a hot second. So I threw my phone <laughs> and then bought another one and downloaded Instagram, and here I am. Appreciate it. <laughs> Appreciate the, buying the new phone. We'll, we'll reimburse you for that. Yeah, I'll do anything. <laughs> Y'all ask me to. I'll break I'll break this one, all right? All right. Well, hopefully it doesn't come to that. But man, good to talk to you. Glad we got it working. Where are you joining us from? Sprouts. Sprouts. Nice. Nice. I had to run to the the old grocery and get a few things. I've kind of been out and about all day, you yeah. know, living living the rock star life, running errands. Nice. Picking up presents. My daughter's about to turn sixteen. Oh, wow. Which is crazy. So yeah. we're, we're preparing for all of that and in between my me being in Phoenix last weekend and this coming weekend. So Gotcha. So are you you're in Phoenix now or you're traveling to Phoenix on the weekends? No, I'm I'm in Phoenix on the weekends. I'm back in South Carolina right now. So Awesome. Yep. Nice. Probably warmer there than it is in Chicago. So Oh my is that where you're at? Yeah. How downtown cold is Chicago. It it's actually only been like thirty, which is cold for a lot of people, but for Chicago at this point in the year, it can often be like negative 10. So yeah, we're holding on to 30. It's very windy. So sometimes it feels like 20, but it's, it's warmer than normal. So we'll take it. Yeah. I mean, I'm wearing a big coat, but it's, it's 50 yeah. you know, here. So it's not too bad. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, man, I just want to have you on, just get to talk about some of your new music, help the worship leaders that use Loop Community and follow us, just get to know you better. So do you mind just sharing kind of some of your story and how you got started in Christian music and yeah, love to hear that. No. So I, uh, I grew up here in South Carolina and my dad's a pastor. And so if any, if there's any pastor kids out there, they know what that means. That means that the drummer didn't show up. So you need to know how to play drums or the bass player didn't show up. So you're going to jump on bass. And so I kind of did that whole thing. And then one day they asked me to lead a song, and it was a Todd Agnew song. Mm-hmm. And it was called Grace Like Rain. Oh, man. Great song. And it sucked. <laughs> I, I did so bad at it. I was just so bad. Not the song, just me. Yeah. yeah. I, I did so bad that when worship was done, we walked off stage and I asked my mom, I was like, how'd I do? And she said, you sang the whole song. You sang the whole song. And I was like, what is that even? <laughs> um, but they didn't let me go back. And so I've, I've been leading worship ever since then. And I think I've gotten better. 
at it. Um, <laughs> I've practiced and and practiced and, but it was always it was always my dream. Like I grew up on everything from Gold City, like my dad sang Southern Gospel, to uh, to DC Talk, of course, and then everything in between. You know, Melon Camp to Skinnerd to even like kind of hardcore bands. So there was a, just music was a love of mine and there was, there's never been a plan B, you know? And so started leading worship and kind of followed that wherever God took me. We ended up in North Carolina leading at a church and then helped out another church. And, and then Nashville kind of got put on my heart and it was like, I think, I think it's time to take the, the next step, you know, but we had moved like four or five times because I also led worship at Southeastern Seminary in Raleigh, North Carolina um, for their worship team. But we'd moved a lot and I had two kids at the time. We hadn't been married that long and I was like, oh God, we can't move again. Like, no, we can't move again. And me and God were having that conversation. And then my mom called one day and she was like, you know, have you ever thought about moving to Nashville? And I was like, what? And she was like, you know, if you wanted to be a surfer, you'd move to the ocean. And so if you want to take the next step as a CCM artist, then maybe you should be around that. And so we made the move. I led worship um, at a church called the Journey Church in Mount Juliet and um, was there till we moved back to South Carolina. But in between that, you know, I, I signed my first record deal in 2012 Signed my second deal in 2017 and been making music and traveling all up till 2020. <laughs> and then I yeah. stayed home and, and learned how to golf more. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, it's definitely been a weird last year, but that's awesome. That's cool that just the move to Nashville and your mom encouraging you kind of sparked yeah. that, even though she couldn't necessarily encourage you after that first song. But <laughs> that's exactly. great. Uh, do you lead worship now? I do. So I'm back uh, being in South Carolina. I actually go to my dad's church. Nice. My sister's the worship leader there, and she's fantastic. And um, and then I, I lead when I'm not on the road, which was a lot last year. And then I play guitar and kind of help lead the band. Everything from, you know, just arrangements to the set list. You know, she, she kind of comes to the table with, this is what I feel we should be doing or what I think we're, where we're headed or what the church may, the church body needs in particular. And then I kind of take that and go, well, it'd be cool if we didn't go, you know, this song's in A, this song's in, in D, and this song's in C, and then try to make that magically somehow work. So I kind of help shape it, you know, and, um, and take away, I guess, as many distractions as I possibly can. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, it's cool when artists also still just lead at their home church. I love that. You know, when I didn't, when we toured 2014 all the way up till, you know, 2020, 14, about 16 in particular, we were on the road like stupid dates, you know, mm -hmm. enough that I was like, I'm, I'm, I can't do this many in a row anymore. Like, here's, here's what I do. But when we did that, I, I didn't get to attend church and I didn't get to lead or be a part of the corporate family. Like in worship, it was always, you know, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock at night playing a show for hand claps. And of course, what I do is, is still for Jesus, but it's just a different environment. 
And when I wasn't able to like lead, it really messed with my focus, you know, mm -hmm. being able to step up on stage, corporately lead songs that you didn't write, um, that are just songs that, that for me as a music lover and as a believer grabs my soul and turns it upside down. Like being able to do stuff like lead those kind of songs really helps keep me grounded. So I try to make sure I'm home enough, you know, to lead because it, my career on the road can be hindered or helped by how much I lead worship at my, my local church. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool. Uh, speaking of music that you did write, you just, well, write or sang, uh, you yeah. just released your version of Goodness of God. This yeah. has been one of my favorite worship songs uh, since Bethel first came out with it. And then I loved hearing your version. I love different versions of worship songs. I know sometimes it gets out of hand when people are like, isn't there like 14 versions of this song? <laughs> I personally really like it. I like the different styles, um, but I love your version. What made you want to sing this song? 2020, yeah. you know, it was, uh, my sister led that song at our church and I would come in on harmonies on the chorus, but I would sit there playing acoustic and I was just, I didn't have to like, oh crap, let me look at the monitor to make sure I, I'm going to get the right words next. There was no, you know, like performance aspect or even having to worry about leading the song well. Yeah. I was able to sit back and play it. And in doing that, I was listening to the song and starting at the top where it's like, you know, we're just talking about from the moment when I lay my head down till, or from the moment I rise till I lay down my head, I will sing. And then the second part is I have lived in the goodness of God on the second verse and the first verse. And so going from the I will sing to the I have lived and then all my life and sitting back holding that guitar, thinking back to, I've been married for 17 years this year. And this year I will have been with my wife as many years as I was not, I was without her. We, I got married when I was 17. She got pregnant, uh, my fault. Um, but then we, uh, we got married and we've got four kids now, but to look back and go, man, when that was scary, like as a 17 year old punk kid, we were babies having babies to like understanding God's goodness and getting to walk in that every day and, and focus on that joy man, all God has ever been is good. Even in 2020 is good. You know, and I tell a lot of, uh, I tell a lot of worship leaders all the time, like 2020 and right now the proof's in the pudding. If you believe what you sing every Sunday. And so that was that song for me. And I was like, I've got time. I'm in the studio. Like, you know, I'm working on a new record. I was like, why not cut this song? And so we did. And, you know, me, uh, Brian Fowler produced it and we just kind of sat down and we're like, this song is really well done. You know, sometimes you, you redo a song or you cut your own version and you feel this need to like put your own thing on it and you end up changing up so much. You lose the integrity of the song. Mm -hmm. I think the way, you know, Brian and Jen Johnson and, and the Bethel team put that song together was very spectacular. So I tried to honor that while letting my influences kind of come through into the song a little bit. Yeah, I definitely feel that. It's it's definitely your version of the song, but yeah, yeah, it's still the same song. I love that. It's cool that you got to just hear the song, just playing it at church and kind of sitting back. That definitely gives like a 
fresh take on it for sure. Well, man, I, I love the song. For everybody watching, you can get the master tracks, for goodness of God, on loopcommunity.com. So make sure you do that. Go listen to the song wherever you stream music too. I also just learned that you have a podcast called Front Porch Gospel, I believe. Yes. Yes, and I do. Yeah. Tell us about that. That's cool. Season one is done and out. You can listen to the whole thing. You can binge it and <laughs> eat all the snacks, you know, while yes. you do it. Man, I was like, you know what? The world needs another podcast. There's definitely not enough of them. <laughs> um, also, sure. if you're listening to this, you'll learn that I'm pretty much, I guess, ADD and 2020 was hard because I can't sit. <laughs> and so I did this podcast and it was, man, it was just me talking about life. You know, my whole big thing has always been faith, family, and freedom. Those are the three reasons that I travel, the three reasons that I, I make music, and the, and the kind of three things I live by. So I was like, let's let's put that in podcast and talk about it. So, you know, my wife is in it a lot. I, I cold call my kids and my friends, and and we just talk about the everyday life at my house, you know, from gardening to walking outside to, to golf. So... If you uh, if you have you a little time in the car, there you yeah. go. Front porch gospel everywhere you listen to podcast. All right, sweet. I definitely have to check that out. My podcast listening was one of the things that took the biggest hit in 2020 because yeah. I live in Chicago, so I was taking the train for two hours a day, and oh, so I was having two hours of podcast consumption a day. And when you listen that much, you have to be subscribed to a lot of them. Yep. But then by about May, I realized I hadn't opened my podcast app in a while. I opened it up <laughs> and it says, you have 300 unlistened to episodes. And I was like, well, delete, just going to yep. start from right here. So yep. it's something I definitely want to get back to because I, I love listening to them. It's just like when I'm not commuting, it's a lot different. Yeah, but. that's crazy. You know, they uh, like everything, stuff like that you didn't think of took a hit. Like, yeah, it's a lot easier to run up, you know, like with not necessarily easier, but like with radio charts for radio songs has been different because it's based on listeners. Mm. And so like, you know, you get a number one, it's these many listeners, which means these big stations are on it. You probably, you might know all that, yeah. but with cool. less people in the car, there's not as many listeners. Yeah. So like the whole thing of like chart position and all that changed. And I was like, dang, who would have thought that we still rely on people to like, drive yeah. and and like you know have these apps you know to listen to podcasts and their favorite stations it's it's yeah. crazy we're still cavemen i know i <laughs> i think back to like march april may i was having to go into the office just like once a week to just check a couple things um but that was really it but it was great because i drove instead of taking the train because i didn't want to be on the train but normally I'd say it probably takes 25, 30 minutes to drive downtown with traffic, even if it's like a Sunday yep. morning for church. It was about 12 minutes, just the whole <laughs> drive, maybe 10. It was great. There's just nobody out there. That's awesome. It needs to stay like that. <laughs> I know. It's already, it's coming back to the other way, but yep, traffic sure. wise, but that's awesome. Uh, well, what's next for you after goodness of God coming out or are you working on anything? Yeah. So I've got a new radio single coming out. Uh, middle of february top of march somewhere around there i'd have to open up an email to remember but it's coming out it's called gospel song and you know with with goodness of god and then my record good to me all these songs that have been written in 2020 for me were 
were not really depravity focused. They were more like joyful focused and mm-hmm. remembering that sustaining joy only comes from Jesus. So the goodness of God, there is no good without God. And so all these, this next batch of songs for me, and especially uh, gospel song are just being reminded that, you know, there's still redemptive stories being made and there's still joy to be found in weird years and there's happiness and there's peace listening to the news you know that it's pretty hard to to find it you would think that it's not out there Um, but walking as a believer we know that it's there to be found and so my next song is kind of that wrapped up in in three minutes so be on the lookout that and then i'm doing house shows so like i said i'm out in phoenix Everybody's got a backyard and we can all social distance. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. Man, that's so good. Yeah, the the joy that you find in Jesus, that was definitely stretching for me and I'm sure for yeah. a lot of people last year because, yeah, it was easy to not leave your house for a week. And so yeah. it was easy to just feel like there was no hope and no joy in a lot of ways. But I really do feel like, yeah, I learned a lot in <laughs> this last weird year. And one of those things was that you can still find joy in Jesus no matter yes, what. So love that. Excited for gospel song. Everybody be on the lookout for that. And then, yeah, go get the master tracks for goodness of God. Lead Rhett's version at your church and stream it wherever you listen to it and check out. I told the band to not even come. I'm only using, <laughs> there only you go. using y'all's master tracks. I'd say y'all go. stay home. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> And that's awesome. Well, thanks for just sharing um, about yourself and about your music. Love getting to talk to you and meet you. So uh, looking forward to what's coming next and we'll talk to you soon. Awesome. See y'all.